Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Bite Show podcast. It's the December 1st edition, fellas. It's the 1st of December. That is today. It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. My name is LeGrand Jolly. Joined with me tonight, I am joined by with Jeremy <laughs> Hey, Lamont. hey, everybody. We're joined with all of you. Don't worry. Don't worry. There's plenty to go around. It's just Jeremy and I tonight, by the way. We're, we're rocking this thing like lean, old school, like, like wingman mode. Like yeah. you're you're Maverick, and I'm no, I don't want to be Goose. I'm ice. I'm I'm <laughs> Iceman. You can be my wingman anytime. Bullshit. You can be mine. I listen. Top Gun is one of those movies. That for whatever reason, when I was a kid, I watched over and oh, over. Oh man, over. It's top, everybody watched Top Gun over and over, and we played the video game over <laughs> and over. Nobody could land on that carrier, man. Nobody could do it. No, it's like if you didn't land, maybe you might get it like your second or third try, but then you had like no lives going to the second level, which is yeah. way Actually, hard. Actually, you know what I found harder than that was that like midair refueling thing. I just did not even know how that worked. Oh my gosh, was that in Top Gun One or Two? I, I think it was, was in two. One. I don't know. I never got past it, so it was Top Gun Infinity. All you gotta do is go watch the Angry Video Game Nerd. Do the Top Gun episode. I can believe it. I can. I've never watched that guy because you know I, I don't. I don't think you should get that angry when you play video games. But I could believe it. Well, when you play Top Gun, there's a reason yeah. why you're oh, getting yeah. angry. Oh, yeah. You should it. go and uh, you should go watch that video. You'd appreciate yeah, it. Think... If you play, if anyone played Top Gun, you haven't seen that video. Do that. You, you should probably watch yeah. it. I'd say do that. Yeah. yeah uh, so uh, everybody, be careful. Uh, it's basically gift getting time. So make sure to be like thinking ahead. It's Christmas. Yep. It's here. Sure enough, man. What do you want for Christmas, Jeremy? Uh, you know what? Not video games. I'm like full up. I got all the video games I need. Uh, I don't even know what's good. I, is there any? Is there any big release coming out? There's nothing coming out. All right, video games are over. I think we, we had a good run, guys. <laughs> uh, nothing for Christmas. I mean, they already came 2019 out. 2019 years out. of video games, and now we're finally done with them. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Pack it up. I'm into. Um, I'm into Needlepoint now. <laughs> All right, dude, I'll get you some uh, thread. All right. Whatever the hell. I mean, whatever they use. I can do that. Well, guys, it's... uh, By guys, I mean Jeremy. Well, Jeremy. (laughs) And dear listeners. (laughs) And dear listeners, let's talk about some news for this week. Uh, It is December, therefore news is yeah it, well and the thing is that it was a late thanksgiving here in america so um basically if you look for any news anywhere it's like hey get th- get these headphones for 20 bucks right now on amazon.com click on this Use uh, our affiliate, affiliate link links. Nerds. yeah exactly so that's uh I, I had to really do a lot of extra work for this so you better appreciate this you- it's it's black friday for all the news sites as yeah, well by there the way. you go so cyber <laughs> monday it's going on probably all week long uh you know good luck getting some stuff uh, well, first of all, I want it never to be said that the Game Byte Show does not go back to look at uh, news if it has been, you know, it, let's say g- issued with a slant. Uh, last week, we talked about the allegation by various scurrilous Reddit users that the Chromecast Ultra is overheating when being used with the Google Stadia. Uh, Google has come out to say, no, this is not true. No, this is not true. You are the lying liars that lie about everything. Uh, they said that, uh, you know, those things might get hot, but they're not overheating. 
Uh, that, that's pretty much, uh, as far as I can tell here, that's essentially the content of the statement. Uh, specifically, the statement here is uh, community manager Grace from Google. She says, we know any sort of heat on a device can be worrisome, but we can confirm there is no thermal overheating issue with Chromecast Ultra. During normal usage, like watching cat videos on YouTube, the surface of the device may get warm to the touch, but this is working as designed. The team has done extensive testing on the hardware, services, and games. This includes tests of long Stadia play and video sessions and have not seen thermal shutdown problems. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, you could probably tell by the way I read that. I'm not 100% convinced, but Google has fired back and they say that uh, no, no, it is not so. Um, but Chromecast Ultras apparently run hot just in general. They seem to heat up dramatically when streaming 4K video, and I could believe that it would happen when you're doing some stadiaing. Uh, so I guess the, the the jury is still out. It is a, a mixed bag, as they say. Uh, both both the liberal and conservative sides have weighed in on this Google Chromecast Ultra overheating matter, uh, and the doctor is out. So anyway, just be aware that it, you know your your mileage may vary. Uh, the most important new news of this week, I want to lead it off with this announcement. Uh, it is very Jeremy-centric. Gearbox is shutting down Battleborn in January 2021. No. Yes. So you have one year as of now, a year and a month. So you got 13 months to get as much Battleborn playing in as you possibly can. Uh, I think until... I think until Battletech came along, Battleborn was my number one hours played game on. No way, yes, dude. No, it's true. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's because for some reason it wasn't counting when I played Mountain Blade for like three days straight one day. Um, so, yeah, but it, it actually was. It was my number one hours played game on Steam. Uh, so, uh, you know, most people other than me will probably look back on that and say, oh, well, you know, it, it could, there's no way it could stand up to something like Overwatch or what have you. This is the game that people played because they didn't get invited to the beta of Overwatch. Uh, I don't know. I, I specifically like this game because it was like it, it, it had the humor of something like um, uh, Borderlands. And I like the characters. I like the, the model of play where you would do that same MOBA kind of thing. And every mission you played, your character would just evolve from zero up to all the way up at the tippy top. I like the writing. I like the I just kind of everything. I, I just thought it was a really good game. Uh, but the uh, the public you know, I guess disagreed with me a little bit on that. And it, it never really took off. I think it, I was fine. I, I don't think that Battleborn was a particular flop. I think it was just one of many games that, uh, in, in fact, I mean, if you look at some of the other stuff that was out there, Gigantic and uh, I'm trying to think what else there was. Um, I, I don't know. What's that? What was that? Uh, what was that one that the... Uh, Par not Paragon. Anyway, there were a bunch. There were a bunch of games. Anyway, so you have you have about a year to play this. Uh, you know, come Paragon was a MOBA. Yeah, there there was something else though. There was like these these first person shooters. There was um, the Epic one. There was one. Yeah, Epic had that there, one. What was that one called? Well, I'm trying to think of the one that was sort of like kind of lame and generic, like uh, fantasy characters. I don't I don't remember. League of Legends? No, no, no. It wasn't a MOBA. It was a first-person shooter <laughs> type game. Anyway, there were others, and Battleborn did all right is basically it. So Paladins? Paladins. That's exactly what I was thinking. That one's of. still out and going. By yeah, the way. well, I don't know what's up with that. People just have bad taste, I think. Is basically uh here's the news on the Game Bite <laughs> show for this week. People have bad taste. And it's not me. So it must be one of you. That's it. Uh, okay. <laughs> here's some, uh, I don't know if we'd file this under rumors and speculation or actual things, but uh, there's been a photograph floating around the internet of actual PlayStation 5 development kits in the wild, and they are the weirdest looking things. They look like the mock-ups that people have made of the PlayStation 5. It kind of looks like a, 
They're Star Trek. Ships they do kind of like look. Yeah, they look like the Bentuzi from Homeworld. Jared Red, I done. I know you're listening. They look like a Bentuzi ship. Uh, he'll know what that means. I, yeah, I, I was going to say something. I, I think it, I guess they don't look like Klingon birds of prey, but they look like what I would expect as a weird Star Trek. Honestly, honestly, you know what it looks like. And so, Sony, I love you. I love PlayStation forever. It's fine. It kind of looks like a, a a child's potty seat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's got kind of like a, it's a V shaped thing. I mean, just imagine, imagine a potty seat. It looks like a potty seat. Uh, anyway, so, uh, this is a, um, unofficial, I don't think people are supposed to be sharing this around. Um, I believe we are expecting the PlayStation five to be releasing next year. And I think it's supposed to look like this. And I think it's supposed to look like a V like Roman numeral five. Maybe is is that, is that fair to fair to speculate? Maybe no. Uh, this tweet from Tom Warren. Who's that? Uh, just some dude confirming. I don't know. He says the reason it's large and V-shaped is to make them more easily stackable for devs who are running multiple stress tests. The coding is optimized to push air out the sides and the center. Senior editor at The Verge. So Tom Warren. There you go. Tom Warren indicating that this might be dev kit specific. I don't know. It's possible. Uh, but anyway, everybody take a look at that. I posted it in the uh, Game Byte Show Discord, along with a picture of the PlayStation 4 dev kit, which looks like a VCR, I think. Um, so, yeah, it, you know, it's not really indicative of the of the final retail product. Uh, you also don't know what's going to happen after your final retail product launches. And uh, you can talk to Beat Games about that because they've just been purchased by Facebook and they're now going to be, I don't know, developing exclusively for Oculus stuff, I guess. No, actually, that's that's not necessarily true. They have not announced that. But that's kind of the, uh, you know, the cynical uh, assumption, I guess, that uh, that one could make. Um, they are going to be working uh, with all, all platforms. The, the Beat Saber DLC stuff is still going to be happening. Uh, 360 degree levels are going to be released in December, which is this month. Uh, more music coming this year. What does that even mean? What does that mean? 360 degree levels. Like little blocks flying at you from, from all, all around, yeah, yeah. That's their that's their next uh, next evolution. So um, look forward to that. But uh, yeah, so I I suspect though that um, going forward we may see some Oculus specific or exclusive stuff to come from Beat Saber. Um, but that, that was kind of a neat a neat thing for them. So congratulations to them for making that. It is uh, sweeping the nation, Beat Saber. Uh, something else that's sweeping the nation silently, but we always want to update you here at the Game Byte Show. Star Citizen has hit the $250 million mark as far as funds raised. I don't know how they're doing it. I don't know who's giving them money. They just keep informing us that they're making more money, and so it is. Uh, so everybody be aware. <laughs> I, know, I, I know that we had talked a, a week or two ago about the free flight thing that they're doing right now. Like, I guess you can just log in and play Star Citizen. I don't even know anybody who's playing the thing, even for free. So I'm sure it's cool. I'm sure it's fine. But I'm sure it's not there. You, you don't think so? You don't think it's good? No, no, nope. Well, I mean, they're rolling around naked in dollars. So I don't know. Until it comes out and there's a retail product on digital shelves. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, about Star Citizen. Yeah. Well, anyway, the uh, $250 million mark has been crossed, and that is quite a lot of money. I mean, for by any standards, even by, you know, Rockstar, Grand Theft Auto, uh, Nintendo money. That's, uh, that's pretty good. 
Uh, I wanted to update folks on kind of the video game adjacent Castlevania Netflix. Season three was rumored to be coming out in December. Unfortunately, one of the showrunners, uh, Samuel Dietz, says that uh, this is not going to be the case because they're actually still working on the final episode. However, uh, I'm... Dude, it's going to be good then. They're still working yeah, on Yeah, I'm going to post that uh, that Jim Carrey, Dumb and Dumber, you saying there's a chance, GIF. Um, so, I mean, they're working on that final episode, so you never know. It, it, what was all that? What was with the one in a million talk? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly right. So, uh, he said that it uh, is news to him and would be scary considering they're still working on the last episode of the season. Uh, personally, and we've talked about this, I know that uh, I'm kind of in the minority here again, but uh, Dale and the Grand, thumbs up for Castlevania. Season two to me was like, like they were just talking a lot. It was just a lot of dialogue, uh, a lot of vampires. There was a lot of murdering. Stuff. There was some. There wasn't as much murdering as there should be. It was mostly like. Not as the first one. It was, it was a lot of like relationships about vampires. Like, oh. Listen, the anime fight scene with Alucard and Dracula was yeah yeah punching anime. people through walls pretty awesome. yeah it was that it was true <laughs> that's true anyway look forward to that at some point in the future and uh, speaking of the future the future is now if you're a cow uh, apparently a milk farm uh, I guess you'd call that a dairy uh, somewhere out there in in <laughs> a milk farm <laughs> you don't like my term milk farm are you reading the article that says milk farm? No, I just uh, th- listen. This is a cold read of the news. I literally look at the article the f- for the first time while I'm talking about it. So if the, if the word dairy doesn't come right to my mouth, I'm sorry. It, it's milk a milk farm. farm. Uh, but I guess that would be a. Dairy. But listen to this in in the in a plot that is lifted straight from the Matrix. Uh, they are putting VR headsets on cows to try and make them feel happier about their. <laughs> about their depressing <laughs> life on the milk farm. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this is according to a website, milknews.ru, <laughs> which is a news site Wait, for the Russian dairy industry. Um, uh, the, uh, the Russian milk farm. The industry. Russian milk farm industry, uh, which is, you can find that on milknews.ru. Uh, they've indicated, and you know, this, this may or may not be, I'm on some list now for going to this website. <laughs> here's, I know it. here's the thing. I, I kind of wonder, cause looking at the photo, there's a photo that's been going around the internet of the, <laughs> of the cow wearing the heads. Cow's eyeballs are on the side. So it seems like you'd have to have, you know, some pretty wide, <laughs> you know, you'd have to, you'd have to, <laughs> it looks really wide. It's like a foot and a half wide. I, I know, but I was just thinking like the screens couldn't be front facing. They'd have, I, I You'd have to really figure out, can the cow even see in 3D like that? I, I don't know. Um, but I'm, I'm going to put this one under a... F- listen, what? L- listen, our, our greatest scientists are hard at work and figuring all these figuring things out. out. I wonder what frame rate... Uh, they're using money funded. They're being funded by the Russian dairy industry. By the milk farm industry in Russia. Um, yeah. The I, there's, I, I, I really need our current administration, our current government to look into this. Uh, I, I don't want there to be any milk farm collusion... They don't want any quid pro quid pro. Oh, none, pro. none of that. None of that. We, we don't <laughs> Wait, want anybody what? installing their their adult sons in the Russian milk farm industry as uh, CEOs. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna file this one under the. Th- this just in. Uh, Joe Biden. His campaign is being funded by the Russian by the milk, milk farmers. farmers. Oh man. Yeah. How about that? Well, Legrand, I'm gonna file this one under the Moo Tricks uh, because uh, because I can. And that's all the news that we've got for this week. Okay, I've got some new releases for everybody. Uh, courtesy of tech-gaming.com. That's where we post our news list from, so go and give them a click. Uh, yeah, or something. 
Nice. Let's see. Here's a weird. Here's a weird one. Uh, John Woo's Stranglehold. Do you guys remember this game? It came out what a decade ago. I remember ago the heck out of this game. Yes, I do. Yeah, it's being released on on GOG. So that's weird. Yeah, I guess and go, especially since everybody was like, "Oh, well, there's all these SPUs on the PlayStation 3, so they'll never go anywhere else," which is largely true. Uh, but this is a weird one. I don't know. I, I never played it. I know you did, but I never played it. So that's good. Maybe I'll not play it still. That's probably I don't what I'll know. do. Go try it out. Uh, Reward their hard work. Neverwinter Nights Enhanced Edition is coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. So if you want to play a 15-year-old RPG that's been rebuilt for consoles, it's probably still pretty good. I agree. It's probably still pretty okay. I agree. Uh, the Nintendo Switch, finally, guys, we finally have the technology. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's is now on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, you can play it on the go and then dock it at your at your home in the little Switch dock and play it on your TV. Yeah, and, and it's in force. It's like all of them are out now. One, two, three, and four, guys, is, for $8 a piece. Is that all of them? I don't even know. I, listen, man. <laughs> okay. I, just, I don't know. Ask ask your kids. Yeah, exactly. They probably know. Find, find your local eight-year-old. <laughs> uh, Farming Simulator 20 is also coming out on the Nintendo Switch. Listen, right, there's not a lot well, of games coming out. Listen, can you milk? Can you farm milk? That's the only thing I want to know. Uh, probably. Probably. I'm going to farm the heck um, out of some milk. And probably the bigger, the bigger release of all these... Well, all of these games are all games that have been released on other systems. Uh, the biggest one being Halo, the Master Chief Collection. It's coming to PC. It's going to be part of Game Pass. It's going to be available this week. Uh, it's got Halo 1, 2, 3, and 4, and Reach, and ODST, um, which I guess ODST was part of 3. Halo 3, Halo 3 to ODST, and then Reach is a prequel, but came out after 3, right? I after think ODST. that's right. It sounds complicated. And then but... 4 came out last on the Xbox One. Yeah. Correct? I think so. Is Halo Five a game that's already out? Uh, oh. Halo Five. I'm pretty, Guardians? you know, I'm pretty does sure. Yes, right? yes, that does sound like a thing. It sounds like a thing that, in Halo fact, I have played. Five. Uh, you know who's gonna shoot me for never knowing anything about Halo? Casey, listener Casey, is gonna be super pissed off that I have no idea what the hell's going on with you Halo. You know what? I but, I think that's a badge of honor, quite frankly. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Um. Anyway. So go play that, I guess. Anyway, Halo is it? It's 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 fine. It's fine. I don't want to say anything yeah. else about it. Um, in our RadSwitchGameTitles.com segment, there's another farming game that's coming to the Nintendo Switch. It's called Professional Farmer: Colon American Dream. Yeah. It was called Professional Milk Farmer. I Russian American Dream. Dream. Yeah, <laughs> Russian Dream. Professional Milk Farmer: Russian Dream. That should be the sequel. It's only Agreed. makes sense. Uh, Strike Force Kitty. Listen. I kind of want to check this game out. That sounds all right. I'd play that. I kind of do. Yeah. And then finally, um, I I am curious. I want you to give me your opinion. Okay. There's a game called Decay of Logos. Logos? Logos? Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, I was thinking about that too. Logos? It could be like the Greek word. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, right. Like that's what I was thinking Here's too. the thing. It sounds terrible if it's Logos. It sounds pretty awesome if it's Logos. Right. So maybe it's like... Uh, I don't know, Spider-Man's, or not Spider-Man, Superman's cousin, Logos. <laughs> you got you to roll uh, the dice and figure out if this is this I don't plan. know. Anyway, uh, it's out. It's coming out. Uh, no Man's Sky is getting a big update. They're calling it Synthesis. It's adding a bunch of different things. They're making it so you can customize your ships. Um, there's new base building stuff. They fixed a bunch of bugs. Um, and according to them, it is a stepping stone to much larger plans. Um, this is another big major update for No Man's These Sky. These guys are crazy. not stopping. I don't, yeah, I know. It's like... I, they they are fueling the the three years of abuse that they took into like twelve years right. of updates. I, I'm just curious if the reason why they're doing this is because they 
want to gain a whole bunch of goodwill for the next game that they're going to come out with eventually? I mean, they have a bunch of money. They're probably funding something right now, right? I, Is there any... I, I think they just are really wanting to make the best game they could. I want much larger plans. What could they be doing with this? Are they are they eventually going to make it into a full MMO at some point? I don't know. Maybe they're adding more microtransactions. Yeah, so they're going to actually go. turn it into a business. I, well, that, there could um, be something to that. There could be something to that. Sure. Sure. I mean, you could pay for ship skins and stuff. I mean, there's lots of stuff. I mean, sell step game step sure one to. is to win the VR game of the year at the Keeleys uh, this month. And then step two, question mark, question mark. Step three, profit. Yep. That's the plan. Uh, PlayStation Plus games this month. Super Energy Motocross. Can't wait to get my hands on that Sounds one. Terrible. However, Titanfall 2 is a fantastic game. Uh, my son randomly just started playing it again. He just picked it up and started playing through the campaign again. Wow, you should let him know that um, it's he can a really get it for good free campaign. on PlayStation Plus now. He has it on PlayStation. I, I know, that's the thing. Like, I will add it to our account, though, so that we don't, so we don't have to play it anymore on, with the disc. He can, we'll just play yeah, it. Yeah, I guess that's all right. That's pretty good. Uh, next box games with gold. We have Insane Robots. Yep. Okay. It's coming out. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution is coming out the latter half of the month. All right, I like that. Uh, that's that's a that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Toy Story three. I've heard Toy Story okay. three is also good. I've heard it's kind of like Disney Infinity esque, which I'm all for that. All right, and from the Dale Jones files, Castlevania Lords of Shadow Mirror of Fate HD will be coming. Out I think as well. that's the. This is an Xbox 360. Game. That's is that yeah. the 3DS one that got ported to to TV consoles, or is that something else? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's that's exactly that. It's the mobile one, not mobile. I don't even know what to say anymore. Handheld game. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. It was a DS. 3DS. 3DS? 3DS, yes. Sure. Uh, and also the Google Stadia Buddy Pass is live for pro subscribers if you can figure out how to do <laughs> hey, it. Hey, at least they're starting to roll out some of those features they <laughs> promised. That you know. Oh, yeah. All those features, which is whatever. It's yeah. fine. Uh, as well as um, it, it's like Christmas time. So all the games are on sale. Everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they will be for the next little while. And then they will be at the end of the year. Just nothing and good just, as we established at the opening of the show. All, all games that you already have. Yeah. All games you already have are on sale. Uh, I did pick up Resident Evil 2 on the Steam sale. Oh, all right. That's, uh, actually, that's decent. I actually bought it on Green Man Gaming because it was like $5 cheaper than the Steam oh, sale. Oh, nice. That's uh, capitalism. And then, you know. Yeah, exactly. And then put it on Steam. So I guess whatever that means, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what I did. Um, it was like four or $5 cheaper. So if you do see a game on steam that you want to buy, you should go to green man gaming first and see if they have it on sale for cheaper because the, a few games that I did check, um, were cheaper on green man gaming. Oh. Which is interesting. Well, there you go. Pro tip um, for your, so, uh, for your capitalist holiday. There you go. And that's. That's all that stuff. Well, there we go. Well, for our topic, we actually wanted to kind of roll it back just a just a couple minutes here to when we were talking about the Google Stadia. It's kind of been a, a topic of discussion, kind of in and out of the uh, of the discussion. You know, we have our Chromecast thing. We've got our you know features that are rolling out. We talked last week about how they. Um, I don't know if this was originally in their plans, but they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do the, you know, free game subscription thing. And so, you know, therefore, here you go. Uh, And it's kind of been a mixed thing. But LeGrand, I happen to know that you've got one of these things and that you've had some time to sort of digest it. And I kind of wanted to talk about all of these streaming services that are being launched. Uh, You know, not only stuff that already exists. PlayStation Now is, I guess, ostensibly kind of a streaming service. Um, Microsoft is is doing one of theirs for their Game Pass. Stadia, of course. Ubisoft thinks they're going to do one. PlayStation, somehow EA is, is doing one also. S- streaming services are here. And the question is, are we ready for them? And are they ready for us? What do you think? 
I don't think anyone's ready, quite honestly. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Folks, thanks for listening to the Game Bite Show podcast. Google's not ready. Stadia's <laughs> not ready. Xbox is not ready. I'm not ready. You're not ready. Nobody's ready. You can't um, handle the truth. Jack Nicholson here. <laughs> Nobody's ready. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you about Stadia, my impressions. Okay. Um, it was a, it was a big thing to get it going. And for, first of all, I blew my kids' minds with it because, um, you know, the, the Chromecast Ultra that comes with the premier edition of the Stadia is just a little, I mean, I've never used a Chromecast before, but it's just like a little USB dongle you yeah, plug or tiny. HDMI dongle you plug into your, into your PC. It, uh, it does have a, um, a, a cat like a network cable port on the plug that you plug into the wall with it, I guess. Uh, so I did plug in my internet to it. I don't know whether I'm getting internet from that or not, but I did. <laughs> okay. Um, and I hooked it up. Uh, it it kind of took a little while to kind of get going with it, to kind of set that thing up. You had to set that thing up. Then you had to set up a Stadia account with your Google account. And then you had to connect, you know, your controller to Wi-Fi um and then you're kind of good to go so so it connects yeah and i think we've talked about this it connects directly this to is the weird this is the weirdest right? coolest part of it this is the weirdest coolest part about the stadia i guess is that the controller itself doesn't connect to the google chromecast it connects to the internet through the wi-fi huh. and then um then then that you know does its thing <laughs> it broadcasts itself to the server because yeah. you're connected to i don't know it all syncs up somehow you basically tie that controller to your stadia account which is tied to your google account so it knows if you're playing a game and if so then you know the inputs on the device go back to the chromecast um if i push like the uh power button on the controller and just turn it on it'll automatically fire on turn on my chromecast and fire up stadia automatically so that's all being done through the internet uh etc um and I did find just recently that you can actually play on Chrome browsers on the PC now. I don't know if you can do it in iOS. I need to try that mm. still. That's something I have not tried out yet is if it works on like a tablet. Because quite honestly, um, the Stadia is not for me. Okay. Uh, it's not for you. Okay. It's not for anyone that can afford a PlayStation. <laughs> it's not for anyone that can afford a an Xbox. It's not for any, anyone practically who has a console in their house. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. However, what I am excited to do with the Stadia is take it with me when I travel. Like if I can sit in my hotel room and fire up on like my MacBook, for example, I have it right now running behind me on my MacBook so I can run full Destiny 2, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, whatever other games they come with or come out with or whatever, I can run it at full rad graphics Um with a Stadia controller playing, I'm assuming uh, on my MacBook, on my tablet, I can just take my iPad with me and just fire it up on my tablet. Um, that is, I think, where the power lies for now. Um, my experience with the actual gameplay was it was fine, but it will never compete with, like I said, anyone who can buy a PlayStation. It's always going to be a better experience as far as the gameplay goes on a standalone device in my yeah. as of right well here now. here's kind of where i think about it because i pretty much my entire life and and i've been on pc for you know i don't know 30 years or whatever and i and i've never had the resources really to have a really top of the line thing like i've never whether i've had the opportunity to i've just never really taken that opportunity so my you know going all the way back to you know the 386s 486s and and on forward um, you know, I've I've sort of always had like the okay, let's set the settings to the medium. Okay, let's set them to the medium low settings and whatever. That's kind of typically my experience on PC. It's great as a generalist 
you know, platform to do a lot of things on, but I've never had the primo top of the line experience. And I feel like there may be some application here, and I was sort of speculating this in our Discord server, that this might be the place for me to get the big fancy games that I would never run at the highest possible settings because I wouldn't have to have that hardware on site, you know? So it's it yeah. seems like there's a, an argument to be made for that where it's like, okay, if, you, if you're going to, you know, just, I, I can't think of a, of a like, like your cyberpunk, something like that, right? Like to me, I would say, okay, blockbuster game, which weirdly it does something weird because then it's like, well, I've got my blockbuster games on here. So maybe I should just get this other little rinky dink game because it's more convenient that way. It seems to me like in a weird way, the Trojan horse for this is performance. Like I don't have to deal with having hardware because I don't need the hardware. I have someone else's hardware and I could just play it and it looks great. And furthermore, it looks great in my front room, in my, you know, in, in my bedroom and kind of wherever. And, and that's the other thing I was going to mention to you. Is I, I know you said that for anybody who has a console, maybe Stadia is not for them, but do you have well, multiple here, consoles? Let, let me tell you, let me tell you what I thought while I was playing, while I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So I bought okay. it. It was $30. It's not one of their free games. Supposedly they're adding free games every month to this little collection that you can get. Right. Uh, for example, they just added like today, uh, Tomb Raider. Uh, the first one, the definitive edition of the first Tomb Raider reboot game. Right. Um, however, when I was playing it, the input lag was just enough. Um, I would get occasional, and I and I have a good internet connection, but I would get occasional stutters on the the stream or whatever okay. the video stream is coming back to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple times it completely blacked out for maybe a second or two mm-hmm. and then came back. Um, and there was just just enough input lag that I considered for a moment. I'm just going to return this game because I do have like a no questions asked refund policy if you have less than two hours played. Yeah. I considered just returning it and walking over to my PlayStation and paying $10 less for it on the PlayStation and playing it on the PlayStation. Hmm. Um, I thought about that for a moment. I'm like, I just, why am I doing this here? This doesn't make any sense for me to do this as a person who has a nice PC right. and a PlayStation downstairs. And even, even me playing it on the PlayStation 4 Pro or whatever... I would prefer that experience over the Stadia just because of the weird performance issues. Yeah, um, the occasional stuff that a, comes up. A, occasionally, it would like glitch out, and I would get a lower, I get a l- little bit of compression on the video, which I could definitely tell. And I just am thinking, like, you know, this does not feel like the premier experience for this game. However, I can't appreciate your position of, um, yes, I don't have a high-end PC. I want to play things at 4K. Rock and roll, Stadia, let's go. Right. It's probably good enough for if, if you don't care so much about that performance. If you would, if you're all about the graphics and the performances, like you, you can get away with kind of dealing with um, the, that type of yeah. stuff. And it, Stadia might be great for you. Well, and and, and quite honestly, to that level, it, it works. It works, and it's really really cool tech. My my curiosity is to where this is. Just like how VR and anything just gets better. With right, time. exactly. Like, where That's does this technology say. take us in five years right. or two years? Or, or, or like next six year. months or something. Yeah, I mean. Right, when they iron out some of the bugs. And I know that you had played Assassin's Creed Odyssey on it about a I year ago. I was super impressed. I was super impressed. Right. And, and like I said, it was cool. And it blew my kid's mind. We're like, that's. That's what the Stadia is, just that little tiny thing. And I'm like, and I'm like I sat my kid down, I'm like, let me explain exactly what's <laughs> it's happening. It's a series here. of tubes. <laughs> And I gave him the t- the technology breakdown of what Stadia is actually doing, and he thought it was super cool. Yeah. 
Um, not as cool as how he feels about these vinyl records. Hey. I have over here. <laughs> um, but he thought that the tech was pretty cool. We're like, that's the whole, that's the whole stadia. And I'm like, yeah, it's this thing. And this is what it's doing. This actually isn't even connecting to that. I was showing on the controller. Uh, the controller itself is serviceable. Um, it feels great. feels fine. Yeah. The D pads a little bit weird shaped, uh, compared to other D pads, but it feels, I don't, I'm not using the D pad yet. Yeah. Um, and it feels fine. Yeah. Buttons feel good. The triggers feel good. The analog sticks are great. It's uh, positioned like the Xbox One controller. So as far as I'm concerned, the controller is fine. But I also know that on the PC, you can just connect an Xbox One controller and it'll work with Chrome. Um, oh, yeah. You can connect your... I, I'm, I'm assuming you can connect your Xbox One controller or your PlayStation controller to your like your iPad, for example. Um, and just yeah, I mean, they, they probably don't have a real vested interest in whose control you're you're using because you're paying for yeah, they don't care. Yeah, you're paying for their service, and and see to me that right now, I mean, if I if I were to say, well, yeah, I want to try it. I mean, Google is kind of like the one to try, right? Because Xbox doesn't have their thing launched yet, even though it's presumably going to be part of of Game Pass. Um, you know, Microsoft seems to have the chops to be able to put something like that in place technologically. Google, though, has it. I mean, I you know, however long everybody else was planning for it, Google has launched their thing. I mean, this is their big debut into video games. And I, I right. would say it's it's worth at least trying from from that standpoint, because there's, you know, nobody else other other than, I guess, you know, Sony. I guess I, I don't want to forget PlayStation now, which has actually been around for like three years uh, or, or, or more. <laughs> yeah, that nobody's actually. Yeah, about, I think I guess. the price point is typically what what made people kind of think twice about it. But you know what you know what you should do you should try a trial of playstation now and just see how it compares and see if you know see if google really is can you can you use playstation now anywhere like on the pc yeah like on a browser yeah. does that all work yeah i don't think i think it's probably it's a dedicated like a PlayStation app, now app or yeah, something. yeah 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 but uh i would be interested to have you try that and then compare to the google stadia experience and kind of find out are they kind of on a level is there you know is google far outstripping what sony has done you know kind of where where the state of things actually is right now because i well, think other than that the one thing it does lack in is interface mm. um as of right now the interface on the actual stadia when you're in i mean i'm not gonna say you're on the console but you're in you're in the actual dashboard there's nothing there's just there's blocks for your games that you have access to. And then there's a little thing that says, hey, get more games on the Stadia app. And you have to actually go to the app and then make all buy all your games or browse the store. And then once you buy them, they just pop up on your screen. Oh. Um, well, like I just recently just added Tomb Raider and it, I logged in on the Chrome browser over here. And there it is just sitting there ready for me just to click the button and play. The load times seem comparable to like a PC load time. Um, that all seems fine. Um, looks great, but I have nothing to compare it against, I suppose, yeah. at least with these. Games yeah, exactly. Well, maybe the jury's still out at this time. Um, I mean, Stadia so far, I mean, where, where would you, on a five star scale, where, where would you, what would you say the experience is right now? Um, well, that's the thing. <laughs> it depends on what, like if I was traveling right now and I could play these games, like, and that's the reason why I'm not returning Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm like, I'll just play this game while I travel because I travel a lot for work. Yeah. Um, so I'll just play it while I travel. I'll play it in my hotel room, whatever. That'll be worth it to me to keep Assassin's Creed Odyssey on the Stadia. But I believe it is, as a standalone, if you're a, you know, middle core to hardcore gamer, is hard, you know, I, I think that it's really. I don't know. Not for me, as far as if I, if I didn't need it traveling, it would not be for me. Right. Um, right. However, I, I do feel like the technology works. 
and it's doing what they said it was supposed to do as far as like actually being able to play games and click a button and now you're in the game. Um, it does do all that. And that felt, that felt really cool to like, just say, Hey, play destiny. And instantly I was playing destiny. Like I set the thing up, took, took, you know, 15 minutes to kind of get everything figured out. But then once I did, I just hit play and it was just going. Yeah. So there's no download time. Like that stuff's pretty cool. You know, that all that stuff, I'm not going to trash on that. You know, all that stuff felt great. And it felt cool to say, give me destiny. And then it just fired up destiny. And there I was, I created a character and I was running around destiny. Nice. land. Nice, um, nice. So I, I think that stuff's cool. Yeah. Um, it's just, if I had to give it, like, I can't, I can't give it a star rating because there's so many different ways to look at it. It's not for everybody, but I think it's cool in certain cases, like what you're saying with, you know, someone who wants to have that fidelity. I, I think that I, I could look for like the premium single player experiences that are, you know, on that platform as opposed to others. Like, like I mentioned, cyberpunk or, you know, for example, if there was like an uncharted that you, you know, if it weren't locked to Sony hardware, if it were a multi-platform thing, but it was like so cool and, and, you know, oh, you really want to crank up all the detail. I would maybe consider a stadia. For, for something like that. So maybe we'll kind of wait and see, you know, they, they haven't really developed their library yet. That's kind of the, one of the unfortunate, you know, black eyes that they're dealing with right That's now. That's the weird thing about it too, is that it's kind of hard. Like I'm wondering how long it will take for this thing to really take off. Cause that's the one weird thing about it is that everything that's available on the stadia is available everywhere else yeah. already. So it's not like they're, you know, with like an Xbox or a PlayStation console launch, they launch a console and now it's like, blam, you have, you know, a, a bunch of new games on that console that are, you know, presumably have better graphics right. and presumably are doing new things. And it's like, oh, it's a new, a new thing. But with a Stadia, it's like, oh, here's just another way to play the games that you have already been playing or already can play. I mean, nothing on here that's out is anything that's, I mean, there's, I, I believe there are a couple exclusives. Um, that are smaller games, but nothing major that's exclusive to it right now. And so that's the other thing about it is like anyone who's a gamer who's looking to get something, I mean, they already have something. You know, this is either a new person is saying, okay, I'm going to buy a console. Maybe I'll check out the right. Stadia. I've never had a video game system before in my life. Right. Stadia is a thing I'll look at. But if I already have a PlayStation, I already have a PC. If I'm already a gamer, I have something to play these games on in almost all the cases. Same thing with the Switch. It's like pay yep. more for the game you could have gotten three years ago. So, but now it's like, hey, but I if it does work as a viable traveling video game system, cool. You know, that's that's compelling in yeah. a way. You know, agreed. Um, especially if like stuff like Destiny would be cross save and that type of stuff. Like, I have no idea. Agreed. But, um, that would be that would be cool. Being able to play while I travel and come back and you know, here it all is. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, folks, uh, that is uh, the summation of our thoughts about the current state of streaming platforms. But, uh, you know, the ultimate streaming platform is streaming the Game Byte Show podcast directly into your ear holes twice a week. And this just uh, constituted the first of those two ear hole sessions. Uh, but wait, 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 wait. We're going to be doing this again in just a few days. We're going to talk to you about the games that we've been playing. So look forward to that. Uh, but if you have any comments about any of the news, new releases or anything that we discussed this week, if you've got any thoughts about how Stadia or other streaming services might apply to you, please reach out to us and let us know. We can be found collectively at Game Byte Show on Twitter, on social media. You can also reach out to us individually. I am at Jeremy underscore Lamont. You can find me at Legrand. 
You can also find Dale Jones at Count Elmdor. Jared Redidun is at R-E-D underscore I. You can find his work over at twitch.tv slash Show. We stream there one and a half times a week. And uh, this past week, I played a little bit of uh, the Battletech Heavy Metal expansion. I'll be talking about that a little bit on the Wednesday show. So we'll uh, look forward to hearing about that then. You can also find us over at youtube.com slash Show. Over at GameBiteShow.com, you can find the back catalog of all of our podcasts, a link to our Discord server. Come join us on Discord and say happy birthday to LeGrand. He celebrated a, uh, you know, the big 5-0 uh, this past week. Uh, LeGrand is... Can't believe it. It's been that long, <laughs> he, man. He doesn't look, doesn't look a day Just over... don't call me Boomer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Boomer. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, of course, we'd love to uh, talk to you about uh, whatever's going on in our uh, video gaming time there, as well as uh, directing you to some freebies and other good stuff that uh, might be going on at that time. Uh, folks, we will be back to talk to you about the video games that we've been playing in just a few days, but until then, this has been your Game Byte Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. See ya. See ya.